Hey guys, it's Mike G here, and welcome to another episode of Mornings with Mike, your five-minute dose of motivation for the day to help you live a healthy, happy, more fulfilling life. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome, welcome once again. It is Mike G here, your host of Mornings with Mike, and you are tuned into another episode. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here, for tuning in. I cannot wait to dive into today's show with you. So if you're ready, I am ready. Let's do this together, shall we? Today, we are chatting about the following. Bullet train thinking. (laughs) Yes, that is what we're chatting about. And I'm going to repeat that and then we'll dive into it. Today's conversation is this. Bullet train thinking. And you're probably wondering, because I certainly as heck would be, what the heck is bullet train thinking? Well, let's dive into that and let's actually make this make more sense than it probably uh, currently does to you. I'm currently reading a book. It's called Smarter, Faster, Better uh, by Charles Duhigg. Awesome book. Um, it's, it's, It's titled The Secrets of Being Productive in Life and Business. I highly recommend it if you have never read it. Again, it's called Smarter, Faster, Better. And in the book, uh, Charles Duhigg, the author, he talks about how in 1955, um, the head of the Japanese railway system back then issued a challenge to the nation's finest engineers, and that was to invent a faster train. That, that was the challenge they posed, right? Invent, invent a faster train. And back then, um, this was like in the 50s, Japan was intensely focused on growing uh, their nation's economy, you know, especially in the wake of like the devastation that they had endured uh, because of the Second World, World War that had just gone on. And a large, large, a large portion of the country's population lived in, they actually lived in or between uh, the two major cities, which was Tokyo and Osaka. But these two major cities, were they were 320 miles apart from each other. And while they were that far apart from each other, still numerous people, as well as like raw materials, were transferred between these two cities every single day. I mean, we're talking 320 miles apart. And because of the lay of the land, you know, the, t- t- the topography, if you will, kind of like, you know, because it was very mountainous. So the lay of the land... That coupled with the fact that they had a terrible, <laughs> or I should just say an outdated rail railway system, it could, the trip could literally take as much as 20 hours, 20 hours to get from one of those cities, Tokyo to Osaka. But people were doing this like daily and raw materials were being transferred daily. So six months later, after this challenge had been posed to these finest, the finest engineers there were, guys invent a faster train. Six months after that challenge, the team came back with a solution. They said, you know what? We have come up with a plan that we can get build a train that's 65, it goes 65 miles an hour. And that was pretty awesome back then. And guess what? Guess what was told to these, these engineers that it was like, you know what? That is not good enough. We need a train that goes 120 miles per hour. And they thought, no way, impossible because of, again, the lay of the land, the mountains. It's just impossible. We can't. We can't do that. So they went to work on it regardless. Like, you know what? This is what's being asked of us. We must come up with a way. So three months later, they came up with something they thought was awesome. A train that actually went even faster, 75 miles an hour. And it was told to them it still wasn't good enough. 
And the reason why we're talking about this talking about this here today, guys, is because the whole idea behind, listen, 75 miles an hour is probably the best thing we've ever had, but it's still not good enough. We need something that goes 120 miles an hour. And the reason behind that, that thought process was because incremental improvements would only yield incremental growth or progress, if you will. That was the whole idea behind, no, we're not settling for 65 miles an hour, 75 miles an hour. We must have a 120 mile 20 mile an hour train, a bullet train, if you will. And I'm going to repeat that because it's so important, that statement, that incremental improvements would only yield incremental growth or progress. And get this, guys, because they refused to give on the fact that they needed that fast train, in 1964, literally like nine years later, nine years later, the first bullet train actually came to be where it, it took them between these two cities, 320 miles apart, what used to take them 20 hours, it could get them there from one to the other in three hours and 55 minutes. They did it. They finally did it. It took them nine years, but they did it. Essentially, bullet train thinking equals coming up with this crazy, audacious goal. In this case, it was creating a train that went 120 miles an hour, literally getting from one place to the other where it took you 20 hours. No, guys, we want something that's going to take less than four hours. What was thought impossible came to be. And it took work, work, and work, and believing that it could be done. And it got done. Sure, it took nine years, but it got done. So how do we apply this? Let's put this application to use for you and I in our everyday lives. You know, when we think of weight loss, I work a lot with, you know, clients who want to lose weight. And I always ask, what's your goal? Oh, well, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. I hear that all the time. It'd be nice to lose 20 pounds, 25 pounds. And that's, again, the train going 65 miles an hour. Where when, What they really want is they want that train going 120 miles an hour. They want the 50, 60, 70-pound weight loss. But they're going for that incremental improvement. No, let's set that audacious goal. Let's go for the 50, 60, 70 if that's what you really want. It might take us time, but let's go for it. Bullet train thinking. Ask for what you really want. Is it 60 pounds? Then let's go for 60. Forget the 20. Yes, that's going to be the progress along the way, the 20. But what we really want is the 120 mile an hour train. Call it what it is. Let's have, let's set that audacious goal. From a career standpoint, why settle for like, oh, the next step up, a supervisor? When we, what we really want, perhaps, is the VP role, is the CEO role. I remember back in 2002 when I first joined 24-Hour Fitness, the fitness organization, as a personal trainer, they said, oh, if you want to be a fitness manager of a club, it's going to take at least two years because typically that's what everyone else you know goes through. That's what we've seen. And I thought to myself, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm, going to get, I'm going to get there faster. I don't care what's been done. I'm going to get there faster. I set an audacious goal for myself to be the first person to get to that fitness manager role faster than anyone had ever done it. And wouldn't you know it, nine months later, I was promoted to fitness manager. Not two years plus later, nine months later, I set that audacious goal for myself. I set into practice what now I know is bullet train thinking, if you will, and I created it. Same with business. Same with travel. Same with finances. I remember travel. I was like thinking, oh, you know what? I Perhaps I'll get my business up and running. I'll sell it. Maybe in 10 years from now, I'll go travel the world. No, I cut that in half. I thought an audacious goal. How, fastly can I, how fast can I make that happen? How quickly can I get to that 120 mile an hour train? 
that bullet train thinking, I must make this happen sooner than later. And I did. It took me three, four years, but a lot faster than that 10, 12, 15 year mark that I thought it would take me to go travel the world. Same thing with finances, guys. If I'm going to be honest with you, I had $101,000 in debt. And I thought, okay, well, if I pay it off, you know, gradually, I think in about seven, eight years, I'll get this paid off. And I thought to myself, no, <laughs> I got to do this sooner, faster. I'm going to get this thing paid off in three, less, three or less years. And it literally took me just under three years, but we paid it off, paid it off, got it done. Because I set that audacious goal. I put into practice bullet train thinking, how do I get from where I am to where I want to be? Let's shorten that time frame. Why not think audaciously? Set that big goal. What's that for you? How can you apply bullet train thinking to your thought process? How can we say, yeah, 65 miles an hour is nice, but man, we want 120. <laughs> Losing 10, 10, 20 pounds is nice, but I want 50 pounds. Getting you know, a manager position is great, but I want to be VP. I want to be CEO. You know, Having a small business is great, but I want to have a bigger business. I want to sell it. I want it to grow. I want it to be global. Yeah, it'd be nice to travel to, you know, Italy, but man, I want to go travel for like six months. What's that audacious goal for you? I'm going to ask that you consider that and think about it and create it, put it in play. Because when we do that, when we, when we start incorporating quote unquote bullet train thinking is when we begin to set these audacious goals that not only become, oh, it'd be nice to have, they actually become what becomes reality. Just like this train came to be, yes, it took nine years for it to happen, but it happened. That's the same thing for you and I, guys. Our goal is going forward. Let's set them. How big, how crazy, as far-fetched as they may be, let's set them because we will achieve them. Before sharing with you today's call to action, let me take a moment to thank the show's sponsors. In a world of impersonal online e-commerce, getting timely responses to requests, if any response at all, has become frustrating and time-consuming. Ever since I began working with Ben at Graphlix, these concerns have become a thing of the past. He keeps marketing personal by providing me with one-on-one -on -one creative solutions and top-quality printed and promotional products. Do yourself a favor and put all of your online e-commerce concerns to rest by emailing Ben today at ben at graphlix.com and let him know I sent you to and receive free custom graphic design services on your first printed or promotion product. Again, that's ben at graphlix.com, G-R-A-F-L-I-X, graphlix. My call to action for you is where can you begin applying this bullet train thinking to your life? Whether it's with your current career, whether it's with a business you want to start or perhaps you're currently running, whether it's with your finances, whether it's with your health and your wellness. Maybe you're thinking, oh, you know what, I'll run a 50-mile race in you know, maybe five years and the kids are you know, grown up, whatever it may be. How can we apply bullet train thinking to say, no, this is what I really want? So let me set that audacious goal. And what must I begin doing? Again, incremental improvements will only yield incremental growth. Let's go big, right? Let's, let's shoot for the sky. Let's shoot for the moon, man. Let's go for it. Why wouldn't we? What do we have to lose? We have everything to gain, nothing to lose. Going forward, guys, I'm going to encourage you and I, call it what you will, thinking big, bullet train thinking, setting an audacious goal. Call it what you will, but think big, go big. Because why not? We have everything to gain and nothing to lose. 
That is today's message, guys. Thank you so much for being here. If you're listening on iTunes, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Consider giving it a written review, a five-star rating if you feel inclined to do so. And for lots more information and motivation, please feel free to visit www.mikegonsolves.com. Thanks so much for being here. And until next episode, remember this, you are awesome. Cheers. Cheers.